Hey everyone, this is Ben Taylor. I run a YouTube channel called Pleasant Green and I interact with scammers from all over the world. And uh, I talk a little bit about that on the Scene World podcast and I would love to have you come listen and be part of the conversation. So we will see you soon. Welcome. Hey, it's the Scene World Podcast. I'm me, he's him, that's this, and so forth, and so forth. So forth? So far. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> In a minute, we'll be talking with Eleonora Sayaka of Sayaka's Digital Attic on YouTube. Right, right. Uh, before we do that, though, there are, so I don't have any news, but he's got, he's got news. So right. let's go talk about them newses. Yes. So first item would be the AnimoCon UK. AnimeCon, you mean? Yes, AnimeCon UK still mm. got early birds ticket. Oh. Until the end um, of 29th of February. So if you want to build an early bird, get it now. Hmm. Very yeah. cool. So what is a uh, AnimeCon? What is that? What does that look like? Well, it's normally um about enemy stuff right mm -hmm. and cosplay that's what i what i get get it from um i mean it's not one of those events i usually tend to mm -hmm. but it's um well japanese i would say okay. and it's actually oh. did it happen already no it's happening between the 50th and 16th of june this oh. year okay because i'm looking at AnimeCon london and that, that no, was, uh, it's that a, this is February Birmingham. 3rd. Oh, Birmingham. This okay. Birmingham. Okay. Birmingham. Yeah. Right. Birmingham, 2024. There we go. Yep, okay. yep, yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Birmingham Anime and Gaming Con. That is the um, 17th and 18th. Exactly of June. Yeah. Yep. Very nice. Oh, I well actually. Actually, at a oh good lord, what is moved so fast? Um, this one says 17th and 18th of August. There's another maybe there's another one. I'm seeing Birmingham Anime and Gaming Con at Eggbaston Egg Stadium in August. Because how many anime cons are in the UK this year? AnimeConUK.com. Oh, yeah, I, I, I entered that yeah. and I went to Birmingham Anime and Gaming Con. There's Okay, there are too many, too many, too many. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's so the many. One. There's so many in this Google search, and they're all happening like within like a month of each other. Um, wow. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And there's a new one from Sonic coming out. Um, Sonic okay. versus Shadow Generations. Okay. Yeah. Cool. In autumn this year. And is that PlayStation? <laughs> PlayStation. Well, I mean, Sega usually releases on all kinds of platforms. Yeah, I'm seeing PlayStation, Microsoft Store, and Steam. Exactly. So it's PC, um, um, obviously, PS5, PS4, Xbox One, Xbox Series, hmm. Nintendo Switch, cool. and also Epic Store. 
whoever oh. wants Epic Store. The oh, only reason much. I have Epic Store is because I get free stuff from the Epic Store. <laughs> yeah, I've got it too. I think there's one game that I played on that, and mm. I don't play that anymore. I don't even know what I don't even know what game it is. Yeah, I got just um. I got um, um well free games mm-hmm. from from the Epic Store. That's why I got it. Yeah. Well, that's a good reason. Oh. All right. Like Chess Cat Rabbit. Um, um, this old classic jump and run. Okay. Don't know that one. I might be wrong about the name. Let's see. Um, yeah, it's called Jack, Jack, Jazz Jack Rabbit, Jazz Jack, Jack okay. Rabbit. Jazz Jacker. Yeah, exactly. I've heard, I've heard right. of that. Yeah, that I And know. a few, few years ago for, for Halloween, you could get a free copy of that if you install, um, if you install... Gog Galaxy via the Epic Store, which I did. Mm. Well, God, yeah, Gog Galaxy. Yeah. That's what I've got. That's what I have on here. Gog Galaxy. But you also got Epic. I remember that because yeah. you told me how horrible the client for from Epic for the Mac is. Yes, it is. It's terrible. Yeah. I mean, Steam ain't no spring chicken either, but at least Steam is just kind of a web browser. Is it? Yeah, it's the same on on Mac as it is on PC. But every time you open it, there's updates and. Right. Yeah, yeah it's updating a lot. That's yeah, true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, other news. Yeah. Um, the Amiga Future magazine is actually looking for journalists to join them. Yeah. So they they made they made a little advertisement like, would you like to start to work for a print magazine? For the Amiga that has been around for over 25 years, then just simply contact us by email. Now, the one question I have about this, and I could not see it um, mentioned anywhere because I actually looked at this. Um, is it a paid job? No, or is it like, no, 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 I didn't no, think no. so. Because they, no, they present not. it like it is, like, you want to work for a print magazine? Like, yes, I do. Do you want to do it for free? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's not paid. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't say anywhere. They're not very specific about that. So if you want to, you know, if you want to do kind of like a scene world where, <laughs> you know, like, right, then it, it is cool. I wouldn't mind working. I, I'd love to work for a print magazine. I loved working for Lodestar when when I did stuff for them. There's contracts over there, which probably you can't see because the video is probably right here. But um, <laughs> yeah, there's contracts on the wall back there from Lodestar. Nice. Well, I can see them, but probably in the. Yeah video version will be cut out yeah i think you're going to be cut out too because you're not quite centered but mm. really mm. it is beautiful video though i love that camera <laughs> you made me buy that i know i know uh-huh. and it was worth it uh-huh. you, you look fantastic thank you wonderful if i ever turn gay i will let you know um anytime i'd, I'd, turn, <laughs> I'd, uh, I'd turn gay for you um, I'm Harry Potter with the older plotter. Uh, <laughs> um, 
Ähm. Holy shit. Oh boy. Ja. Anyway. Other news. Yes. Um, Bitmet, Bitmap Bureau will mm -hmm. be releasing a collection of the three recent games. Yes. For the PS4, 5, Switch. Soon from Numskull Games. Cool. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I'm also the last person who got an, a Neo Geo release of Xenocrisis. <laughs> as we had them for an interview a while ago, they are right. currently working on Xenocrisis 2. So um, the older Xenocrisis release is on a sale out, actually. Okay. So um, might be one of your last chances to get a physical release. Hmm. Um, and of course, um, yeah. So, what will it contain? What will it contain? It will be containing beat 'em up, hack and slash, and shoot 'em up. So that would be Xenocrisis, um, Battle Axe, and Final Vendetta, the three games oh. from um, Bitmap Bureau, which is interesting okay. because yeah, they only didn't they didn't only do Set of Crisis, but also, as I said, Final Vendetta and Battle Axe. But everybody is quoting Bitmap Bureau just for their Set of Crisis release. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a super awesome game though. Well, since since I've got no PlayStation 4, no PlayStation 5, I will get the <laughs> Switch release. There you go. Yeah, I got a question about an older game that that we sure. had on the podcast. Is, uh, do you still play Aquanox Deep Descent? Uh, didn't start it in two two years, but okay, theoretically, okay. I still have it on my Steam is account. It, yes. Is it still is it still going on? Is it still a thing? Sure, you can still buy okay. it. You can still play it. Is it still because it was in like active development and it just kind of like hung out there? Like, was it ever released? Yeah. Um, in okay. Trend, it, sure, it was released. Let's see when it was released. I mean, I got my physical. Steelbox. Oh, cool. They were one of our very, very early podcasts. If you want to go back and see that, that's way back in the day. Um, Digital Attic was the developer. Yeah. Um, moment of silence while we talk while we look for look so uh, um it was it was um podcast number 12 yeah which, which was a long long time ago true um that was back in september of 2015 15 even 15. yeah 2015 yeah it was, it was almost 10 years ago it was like nine years ago good lord It was released on 16th October 2020. Mm, okay. All right, cool. That was one of those things I remember talking to them, and it was going to be like a long-term development project. And yeah, then it we took kinda, five years, too. Yeah, too. right, right. But it kind of, after five years passed, you know, like I wasn't that invested in the game. I know you were really into it. But for me, it just kind of fell off my radar for a bit. And then... Every so often, I'll see something. I'll be like, "Oh, that game that we, that thing we talked about. Wonder if anything happened with that." And it's like, "Yeah, five five years later, and then 
four years ago now. <laughs> they released it. Yeah, that's awesome. So we'll put a we'll put a link to where people can find that. We I'm pretty sure we mentioned it back then, but I'm sure we probably did too. But you know, it's we like to we like to uh, support our previous guests. <laughs> Yes, and speaking about updates, there is a new update release for No Man's Sky called this. Omega. This I'm and excited about. And it's available about. for free, even if you don't own the No Man's Sky game, right? Yeah, this I'm I'm excited about. They're talking for this this year in general. I'm excited about with No Man's Sky because they have said that um, this and and for anyone you know listening or watching, No Man's Sky is one of the very few games I actually play on a regular basis. Like I'm terrible with with playing games and getting into and being able to get into games and whatnot, but No Man's Sky is one that I've actually been able to get invested in. And they said that 2024 is going to be massive as far as updates go. One of the biggest years for No Man's Sky. I know they're going to overhaul the um, the space stations. They're going to add some. I think they've already added a new ship type because that's this the Omega update. There is a mission that I know that's been added to it. And I think when you finish the mission, you get like a, a special ship. But awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That it's pretty, pretty bitchin'. Bitchin'. <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah. And, and yeah. yeah. And I know that there is a, an internal, um, there actually, I, you know, I read that there was that the, the steam version was actually released accidentally. Because they 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 unrolled this update, this patch for PlayStation, I believe. Um, but I don't think it was supposed to come out for anything else yet, because there was no fanfare or anything. It was just kind of like here it is. And I think the one press release did say specifically PlayStation. Then it also came out for PC. Um, mm. But yeah, I'm looking forward to the big one that comes out, which is apparently an internal um, version that's running right now. Oh, also the other thing is, I think with this with this patch. Well, it's supposed to be coming out this weekend. So oh, okay. Tomorrow think, or something. Yeah, I think also with this patch, um, you're able to now. Um, you know the. Um, do you play it at all? Porn. Do you play it all? Uh, a bit, but not so much. Okay. The pirate um, frigates that attack the other ships. The the apparently you can now board them and and take those ships as well. Hmm. Whereas you nice. couldn't before, you could just blow them up. So, looking cool. Oh yes, and perhaps I should mention it because mm -hmm. I didn't. Um, sure. The Trump, Trump, Tomb, Tomb Raider, Tomb, Tomb Raider One, Two, Three Remastered has been mm -hmm. released. Oh, um, really? Again? Yeah. Actually, yesterday. Okay. Um, no, no, no. The day before yesterday. So. Okay. That would be the fourteenth, fourteenth of February, mm -hmm. and it was released by a Zyper, a, a which is interesting because I've never heard about a Zyper before. How how is that? How is that spelled? How, how was that? A S P Y R. Aspire. That was you know what Aspire was. They used to do a lot of Mac conversions of PC games. Okay. Okay. So That's, you know them better than I do. That was yeah. That was a like one of the big uh, game producers for the Mac back in the day. Oh, oh. It, the game would start Late. and it would go. It would go across and you hear Aspire. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was a big Mac game thing. 
Wow, that's cool. I I thought they were gone. That's nice that they're still around. That gives me yeah. some hope in the world. They're around since 25 years, at least. Yeah. This is all they say on their homepage. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. And they just released um, Tomb Raider 1, 2, 3 remastered. Which is interesting yeah. because hitting the F1 key, you can switch between the old original software rendered graphics mm. and the remastered graphics in any moment of the game's running. So even in the menu, hmm. even in the video sequences, yeah, you can on the fly switch between old graphics, software rendered, and new graphics. That's awesome. Yeah. And they also did uh, make a new control scheme. Hmm. So you can you can play it with the old tank controls or yeah. the modern ones. Huh. If you're not into um, steering your Lara Croft like a tank. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And also they 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 added a trigger warning to to the games that the games are old and back then they were not um well how to say not very correct with um stereotypes on on certain cultures and stuff mm -hmm. you know it did because it did have me quite a the bit 90s. To, it did have set me quite a bit when i had to shoot the tiger or the dog he never shoots the dog but that's not about that it's more I know. about you know i know uh, being about uh, Peruvians and stereotypes and all that stuff, yeah. Incas, never, whatever. He never, he never shoot the dog. Well, <laughs> is um, except if the dog is sick. Well, no, you just take him to the doctor. <laughs> Not if the. Dog is, has, um, I don't know what the name of the Rab is. Rabies. Madness? Rabies. Rabies? Red? Yeah, that's Cujo. Never heard of that. What? Cujo or Rabies? I don't know either. What? Cujo is a book by Stephen King. No, never, never heard of St. Bernard gets, gets rabies. Rabies is a disease which there's no cure from, and it makes them go kind of nuts. They drool, and they... They can't drink, and that's what I meant. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Rabies, yeah. That's that's yeah. That's that's about the only time when putting them down is a, is a, is a good thing. But you, you never saw Cujo? Wow, that's a classic. I'm not into horror. Oh, I the the best in my opinion. I I was I when I was younger, I used to read a lot of Stephen King. And I've I've kind of kind of fallen off the Stephen King train as I've gotten older, but I've always thought that the best books by Stephen King were the ones that didn't have anything weird or like supernatural. Like Cujo was a book about a dog that got rabies, and it's essentially like a woman and her kid stuck in a car while this dog just sits outside and terrorizes them. Nothing supernatural at all. It's a thing that could actually happen in real life. And it's like that was probably the best book that he wrote. I thought. Mm. Same thing like he, Misery. Misery was a great book too, and that was you know nothing supernatural about that. It was just a dude that got 
terrorized by a fan. Interesting thing is on Steam forums, there's a thread mm-hmm. asking what exactly is racist about Tomb Raider 1, 2, and 3. And there's like, the general conclusion is like nothing, but they still huh. have to put, they still have to put a disclaimer, disclaimer in front of it because it's a game from, from the 90s. Huh. And digital dynamics doesn't want to take any chances, you know? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, Sorry, oh, so. said it wrong. Crystal Dynamics is... Uh, no, so, so, um, so the one thing that I see here that, that is considered offensive is that, um, um, in the third, in, in Tomb Raider 3, in the third game, uh, you visit, you go to the South Sea and, and, and encounter a tribe of locals. And um, they apparently are practicing cannibals, despite it being the 90s. And you just run around the village shooting them. So that, I guess, could be um, <clears throat> a little bit um, offensive to people mm. that actually live in that area and are not cannibals or never never were cannibals. And there's, they have lines like, is well for you, me fasting this day, you make plenty good flesh pot. Where did you get that quote from? I am looking at an article on escape on the escapist about why Tomb Raider has a racism and stereotypes warning. I see. Mm, we'll throw okay. a link to that in the podcast description so you yeah, can Yeah, sure, we should, we should. Yeah. So yeah, there, I guess there are, and I see, this looks like mummies here, maybe, it's a picture. But I don't know, you know, it's... Hmm. So it isn't, it, they say in the article, it's not wall-to-wall racism, but... Mm-hmm. There's at least one problematic sequence. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Anyway, hmm. that would be all my news. Yep, that's all. I don't. Well, have I any, cannot so. really comment much <laughs> on the Tomb Raider thing because I never, never really played the third one. Hmm. Neither did I. Only the first. I, I never even played really played the first one. I I played the demo of the first one that came on a the demo. A, yeah, that came on a CD with a with a with a Mac Addict magazine or something. Mm-hmm. Way back in the day. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So if that's all we got, then we should probably take a ride over and uh. And then we talk should. to Eleonora. Right. Talk to them. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Today we have another guest. Today we are talking to Eleonora Sayaka from the, well, actually recent, quite recently opened YouTube channel, um, Sayaka's Digital Attic on YouTube. Hi, everyone. Good evening. I'm happy to be here on the podcast. Uh, so I have a YouTube channel about electronics and retro computers. Actually, I have two channels, one in English and one in Italian. 
And YouTube is something that I'm currently focused on because it allows me to express my passion about electronics, computer science, software, because I'm also studying computer engineering. And that, that's a path definitely more orientated towards software. But I think that what I study at the university and what I do on YouTube are connected because electronics is the core of computer science. So, you know, when I'm learning something about the university, it also improves my knowledge on the YouTube part and vice versa. Yeah, so, so actually basically almost answered my first question that I usually ask, and that <laughs> is like, how did you got connected to, to, to computers? Um, I mean, well, perhaps um, you can start from the early on. What was your first touching point? Well, my parents have always been collectors of retro computers and consoles, so I've always been aware of this world since I was a kid. But I later delved into it through YouTube, following other YouTubers in the field, like the 8-Bit Guy or Jambetta. And eventually, I thought it would be a great idea to share my passion by posting videos online because it seems like a fantastic way to express myself and connect with other fellow enthusiasts, but also for receive, sorry, receiving advices. No worries, no worries. And learning more about, about it. So out of curiosity, I started exploring how to publish videos on YouTube and how to edit them. And from there, I began uploading my own content. And I think that it's been a year now since I posted my first video, but the video about the oscilloscope received a lot of <clears throat> positive response. And that made me very happy, even though it was entirely unexpected. Mm. <laughs> No problem. Okay, Sorry. okay. No, no problem. Actually, I'm the one with the cost today, so. Yeah, it's <laughs> never, very never, cold, ne so. never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I mean, I can I can fix that in post production. Anyway, um, interesting thing thing here. You mentioned you have two channels: one in Italian, and one in 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 English. So yeah. <laughs> you're actually making <clears throat> the same content twice. Yeah, I'm making the same content twice. So I'm recording the one in Italian first, and then I record it in English. But I'm also thinking about making it in Japanese because I I really like Japanese culture too, like my parents. I, I really like anime or reading mangas and everything about Jap Japan. So even the Japanese, uh, like all the meals, the meal Japanese, I like everything about Japan. Mm. So I started studying Japanese too, and I'm thinking about opening a channel in Jap Japanese also. So <laughs> maybe no. I will the same content for the third time i don't know <laughs> another question is is it is it really worth it i mean seeing your your target audience is people interested in in it and retro and computers and tech stuff don't they speak already english i mean i mean at least at least the italians i deal with obviously speak fluent english i mean at least in my 22 years um that that i'm doing this project here with the scene world I never actually had an issue of perhaps once, but mostly English works just fine, at least from my experience. 
Yeah, that, that's true. But, you know, I started doing videos in my Italian channel and then I thought about making it in English. So the English channel, I, I started it in a second time, but then I continued in the English channel and the Italian channel separately. But I think that that's more like a challenge for myself because I like doing videos, I like editing and showing my passion to everybody. But, you know, I, I like studying languages also. So I think that I like doing both. It, okay. It's just because I like it. Yeah, <laughs> mm, I see. Yeah, but I mean, I totally get it. I mean, people are always complaining that I even insist that when I interview German people, we have to speak English because I'm saying like, I'm not going through the hassle of translating it. So. <laughs> um, anyway, that's just my my point of view. Um, but interesting to hear that uh, you decided to make English content as well, because um, there are not many Italian YouTubers I know that would do English tech videos. Yeah, I also, actually, I don't know any Italian YouTuber that talks about tech in Is general. It? I also know um, American YouTubers that talk about tech and retro computers. And I know a, a German YouTuber, so Gianbetta. But yeah, I don't, I don't follow any Italian YouTuber about retro computers or tech in general. Really? Yeah, I I actually started uh, watching retro computer videos of the 8-bit guy or even Odd Tinkering, but it's not about retro computer, it's about restoration uh, or Tronic Fixer. Uh, and from there I started my, my path in retro computers, yeah. Mm. I mean, my favorite would be a Modern Vintage Gamer. Oh um, yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yes. and also um Scotty Allen with uh, with strange parts. Um yeah, anyway, probably you saw it when you when you when you looked at the past interviewees we had. Those were two of those that we spoke to so far. Um yeah. So, anyway, it's quite quite interesting. I mean, I think it's important to share knowledge, but in in your case, it's a bit different because I mean we have to we have to speak about the obvious. Um, when when I started this this scene world thing here like 22 years ago, people always told me I'm too young for the Commodore 64 because I got mine in 1990 when I was eight. So actually, I was already. With my with me turning 42 next yeah. year, I actually was too young, and people were like, "Ah, how can you know even about retro computing? You are too young." I mean, you are even younger than me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So isn't I'm that 20. that people tell you you are actually too young in retro perspective to 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 know about the well, old they, tech? No, they never they never um, had the opinion of me. Uh, at least I think, but I never received comments like that. I always received positive comments about my passion. And, you know, YouTube is not something that I use to 
um, teach, but it just allows me to express my passion. So um, I think that people appreciate that and they see that I'm not teaching anything. I just want to share what I do and my restoration, my work. And uh, yeah, they I think that they just appreciate that and they know that I'm searching you know, connection with other people, with my same passion. And I'm always open to receiving comments, advices, and it's a way of learning more about this field and mm. to speak with other people with my same passion because I don't know um, <coughs> besides besides uh, on in the internet i don't know any anyone with my same passion so yeah i think that that's why i started doing youtube content too you don't know anybody with your parent passion no i mean, I mean I there are plenty of retro people out there i mean yeah but in italy besides also my, besides my parents um and maybe some friends of my parents I don't know anyone uh, and, and anyone of my um, of my age. So mm, of your age, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, even even when when I look at my cycle of friends, most of my friends are ten years older than me, or <laughs> or even twenty years. Because as I said, um, compared to to other people that are holding up the uh, retro torch. I'm considered too young, but it's interesting that you never received such comments like I did. Um, but but I'm always saying in past interviews with other people that the generation said, which I believe you you belong yeah. to, yeah, yeah. will be finally the one that has to learn about how old computer stuff or and tech worked, because people like me. And 20 years older than me, they will be dead at some point, unfortunately. Well, you know? no, I don't think that that's the reason. You know, it's always about preserving what happened before. And electronics is the core of computer science and everything that 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 is a oh, sorry and everything that exists now. So I think that that's important to preserve because it's the foundation of what we have today. So yeah, but but if if nobody of the fi fi finding well of the inventor generation is left, or the people that were brought up with with old tech, then it will be you and your your well, kind. So. That, yeah, that that have to pick up, you know, and uh, hopefully continue preserving <clears throat> yeah yeah i'm happy because you know my my friends are watching my videos and now when i talk about commodore or other console they know what i'm talking about because they're watching my videos okay so we can <laughs> talk about retro computers with them too and that that's really fun it's interesting so it's actually because of how you have been grown up focusing on old machines that were basically invented before you were even born. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and it's it's also it's also amazing to see that you are not afraid of um, modifying rare machines like the Commodore Max machine, and you even make a disclaimer like, "Don't take <laughs> don't take my work as an example of how it's done. I'm just learning myself." 
Yeah, yeah, and, that, that's true. <laughs> yeah. And you know, people people already complained that uh, that I got my my um, European NAS modified with stereo dials, oh. a stereo modification, and there are certain people in the retro community that are saying like, no, you have to preserve it in its original shape. You can't make modifications to it because then it's no longer original. Oh, uh, well, no, I, well, yeah, I think about in that way too. But, you know, my friend asked me to do that modification and I was worried because, you know, of the cost of the Commodore and because it wasn't mine. So I, I oh, said, it was actually, it wasn't, it wasn't your Rex machine, actually. No, it was my oh. friend's Commodore Max. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he he asked oh. me to do that, um, and I I modified it because he asked me to do that. But you know I I put that warning because of the cost of the Commodore Max, and if somebody wow. is watching yeah. my video and maybe you, I don't know the Commodore stopped working for some reason, you know I don't want to be my fault. So. Wow! Wow! Yeah, if somebody breaks theirs because they followed your video, yeah, <laughs> yeah, could happen, could happen. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, this modi modification is it really necessary? Because I saw on Amazon you can actually get an analog antenna signal converter to composite. So yeah, yeah, that that's that's. True. I mean, uh, you don't really need the modification on that machine to be honest. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, well, I don't like to modify it, especially because it, it was really expensive and yeah. it wasn't very easy to find. But it, I was lucky because I have the A version and I didn't have to cut any traces or right. remove a capacitor. Right. So, you know, the main board was still the same. So I liked that very much, that, that modification, because it remained the main board like it was. That's Apple, actually sorry. true. It's actually true. Yeah, it's actually true. The PCB hasn't to be altered. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but still, but still, I mean, <clears throat> okay, you could you could could probably do undo the modification because I saw you used the unused connector of the audio plug for the video signal. If I didn't didn't um. If I didn't misunderstand it, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Bec then, because the advantage of composite video is actually that everything is in one signal, which mm -hmm. is actually why why the picture quality is so awful. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, but I mean, if you do a if you do if you do um, a real modification, shouldn't it be chroma luma separated? But I don't know if that is even possible with the Max machine. Uh, probably not. Uh, well, I'm actually not sure. Uh, of course, I, I, I didn't invent the modification, but I followed um, a modification that I found online. That mm. Actually, Giambetta did that too. I saw okay. that Giambetta did that too uh, a year before my video. But yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if if that's possible. It's actually, I'm, a good question. I, I, should, I, should, I, I should ask Yash Terakura the next time I talk to him. <laughs> well, I, should, I, should ask, I should ask him about that if he remembers after all those years. Should, well, that's I, actually I think, a good question. Yeah, that, that's a good question, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, in the worst case, you, you could have asked around for somebody to repair it. But I guess there's not much you can 
you can do wrong by by soldering one wire to to a pin, right? Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Um, yeah. So, so I wonder, what are your future plans with so far? Continuing your studies and then um, raising the channel to more fame. Um. Well. I'm actually not sure because, uh, you know, I'm at the beginning of the channel, so I'm currently, you know, posting videos, but it's the foundation of my, my channel. I'm for sure I will continue this path, you know, so posting about retro computers and retro computers with electronics. I'm also thinking about making videos about the history of a certain computer, like the 8-bit guy did with the Commodore history. And mm. But yeah, I think that I will continue in this direction. I will continue my studies. But in long terms, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, I think maybe I will open another channel in Japanese and start doing the same videos in Japanese. Well, I thought about making that. But yeah, in long terms, I, I'm not really sure what I'm going to do. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I think in my, in my perfect world, I always hope that everybody works, uh, that everybody learns English. So we don't have a language barrier. That was always my hope. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but then you then you don't need this this translation in in Sicilian languages. But yeah, uh, no, I think that everybody understanding English. It's it's just my thing, you know. To like, you, I have an Italian channel and an English channel. Why don't have one in Spanish, French, and Japanese? I don't know. I just like the idea of making videos in different languages. Ah uh, well. I mean, I can tell you the algorithm for YouTube actually worked because um, your channel was suggested in my YouTube feed. So oh. this is how I got to know about you because YouTube was like, you might like this video if you like that video. So well, this is actually you know, how I heard about you. A lot of, uh, of my friends and the people that I know um, opened YouTube one day and YouTube suggested them my videos, so exactly. that's why they know about me making YouTube videos because I didn't, you know, I I didn't send my friends that I was making videos about retro computers because I didn't thought that that they would like my videos or the topic. But I discovered that a lot of my friends uh, kind of had an interest in retro computers, but they didn't say anything because they thought the same thing. <laughs> Mm. What I always hear about um, Generation Z is the lack of, of an attention span. So, you know, like, or or what, what I also noticed is when, when I spoke to younger people, you know, playing games on, on a PC and stuff, that many of them were not interested in the history of how things were done, you know. I mean... I mean, <clears throat> watching a three hours um, video of um, uh, of um, of somebody explaining how he invented the first cheap microprocessor is not interesting for everybody, you know. Mm, well, I think that that depends on the interests that they have. I 
primarily know people from uh, engineer, so computer engineering, electronic engineer, uh, or people who are interested in science in general. So I think that if they have a good teacher, so a good a person that is playing something in a, an interesting way, they will learn about that and they will listen that person with interest, no matter what the topic is. So do you actually plan to 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 live from your YouTube success at, at some point? Being a big um, tech YouTuber, is that one of your dreams? Well, I never thought about that because, as I said before, YouTube is just a way to, you know, meet other people with my same passion, talk with the people who have my same passion and learn more about it. So it wasn't never about being a YouTuber or a successful YouTuber uh, because my, my first year of posting videos on YouTube, I had, I think, 200, no, yeah, 200 followers. And then with the oscilloscope video, I had uh, 20,000, but that wasn't expected. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, but yeah, I think that I will continue no matter how many followers I have or sus subscribers I have. It's just about uh, connecting with other people. And as long as I will have this passion, I, I think I will continue doing that. No matter how many subscribers I, I get or I have. Yeah, that, that's not my, my final goal. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I also wonder, and I didn't see, perhaps I missed it, I didn't see any English social media channels, at least not connected to YouTube. Uh, no, I have other social medias. I have uh, Instagram or, and TikTok, but it's just uh, a new thing. I'm making videos like about how a capacitor works or how an LED works. Um, yeah, it, it's a new thing. I'm making these videos in this case, ah. but you know, I like that because I'm following an Italian girl and she teaches physics mm. and okay, she's teaching, uh, you know, small and simple concept uh, of physics. And I thought, why don't make it with electronics also? Interesting. Yeah, I'm asking because it's not linked to to YouTube yet, but uh, yeah, it's not yeah, it's not linked yet. But I think that I posted my socials on the description of the last video. But I'm not. Uh, perhaps sure. I should check. Perhaps I didn't see that. Probably I missed it. But I saw you started shorts, like as you yeah. mentioned. How does an LED work? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I I did that in the last few days. And uh, since it's a short, I posted that on YouTube, but also on Instagram. Yeah, I have to do uh, three times my videos every time you know? if I decide to open my Japanese channel. So, and my brother is telling me, oh, do it in Spanish too, because he's stuck in Spanish. So, well, um, I don't think that I will do it in Spanish too, because I will have to learn another language so <laughs> that that's a little bit too much for me but yeah posting two videos every month 
that that's a lot for me uh, even if it doesn't look like it because i'm always working on my videos and trying to improve myself and i know that maybe some people watching my youtube channel are thinking oh she's doing one video every month and she's not working a lot on it on that but i'm working a lot on my videos and when i start doing a video i'm like oh yeah i will post it by the end of the of the weekend but then it, a month pass and yeah i'm always late on everything so how did you get the idea for your videos i mean except the max machine which obviously was because a friend of yours mm -hmm. asked for it. What's the original uh, thought process behind a new video? Uh, well, I actually from other YouTube's channel, I think, or yeah, maybe I'm like watching my my mine my parents' collection of retro computer, and I think, oh, that that would be cool. I will do that. Like. I have an, a big 20 case, but there is no main board because I think three years ago, I sent it to a person for repairing the main board uh, because I, I wasn't really close to electronics yet. I wasn't confident enough to doing my reparation, but it never came back. It came back, but just the case, not the motherboard. So. You well, know, what I happened? was thinking, yeah, it I was thinking about making my my own motherboard from zero. You know, that's maybe an idea of a, wow. of a project of a video. Okay. Yeah, I so it's the, very the random. The Vic Twenty loaded. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, so far we have um, C sixty four and C one hundred twenty eights being redone, but Vic Twenty is not. That's actually a good idea. But but let me ask you, did he actually steal the motherboard from you or something? That really sounds horrible. Well, I sent it for, you know, repairing the motherboard, but then it never came back and he disappeared from Whoa, Facebook. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. So I'm never sending anything to anyone ever again. I'm repairing myself, my, wow. my thing, wow. my, my computers. That's so yeah. <laughs> that's so sad. I mean, I mean, wow. I know. <laughs> I was lucky yet. Either I can ask a friend that um that is more or less local mm -hmm. or actually can pass by my city or something. At at some point, I said se I sent I sent stuff to professional repair services in UK or um, yeah. mm -hmm. or Netherlands, you know. So actually, people who have like a business or a reputation, and um, yeah, so yeah. You know. Well, yeah, I think that he he had a kind of a reputation, but in a small group of Italian retro computers enthusiasts, Ooh. but. Yeah, he he just disappeared, you know. <laughs> well, it, it's okay. It it wasn't like very very expensive, but you know, it's it was kind of you know a little bit sad. But I I will make my my own motherboard. Yeah. Hmm, hmm, hmm. So, 
Um, are you in touch now? I mean, we spoke about that you don't know many people or at all mm -hmm. anybody in Italy local to you that is um, interested in the retro hobby or is actually active in it. How about um, outside of Italy? Are you now in touch or do you feel like being a part of the retro bubble globally on a global scale? Well, on a global scale, uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't speak um, like personally with people outside Italy. Uh, really? So I'm the first one. Yeah, you're the first. Really? One. <laughs> oh, come on! Seriously? But, yeah, actually, I did a podcast. Um, uh, I think two days ago, it was my first podcast in Italian. Yeah, <laughs> about retro computers, but it was my first time ever. And then I think a month ago, I discovered that in my in my own city, there is a museum about retro computers. Yeah, and wow. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, because they, I think that they don't advertise uh, their museum very much. So I wasn't really aware of that, of, of the museum. Yeah. Mm. But now that you mentioned uh, Jan Bita and um, you mentioned the 8-bit guy earlier, I would think that you are in touch with those YouTubers. No. Or, or not yet. Not yet. Perhaps this changes after this after this podcast is released. Well, I I hope so. But you know, I saw that Zambetta is follow is following my English channel and that made me so happy because it was one of my favorite YouTubers with, you know, uh the eight big guy and Mrs. Matt Lemon. I don't know if you know her. Oh yeah, sure. I'm in, I'm in touch with her. Yeah, I know oh, her. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really enjoy her Usually in my attic, you know, studying, engineering or doing electronics. So I'm not I'm not very uh, an extrovert person who speak a lot with other people. And maybe that's that's a problem because I don't speak with other people a lot, even in Italian. So really, <laughs> that, that should be a problem, maybe. <laughs> yeah. That's very untypical, isn't it? I mean, the stereotype of Italians is like they like to be talking a lot and you know uh, well i think that that's true but just from for the people from south of italy maybe okay. they're more extrovert but i'm from the north of italy Ooh. and he, here we are like in italy at least we are famous to be very close persons and extrovert no not extroverts or introvert and yeah no i don't like very much speaking with other persons i'm more like a person who enjoy staying in her attic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, so I have to apologize. I hope I didn't make you inconvenient. No, no. no. Today. Yeah. I mean, I'm, no, I'm no. really like, I'm approaching everybody. I don't really, I don't really think about such things, you know. I'm like, no, okay, yeah, she's a creator. I, I will that... contact her. Sorry. No, uh, I was saying that uh, it's a problem. It's not like a thing that I can't change in the future because, you know, speaking about a future work, I, I have to learn to speak with other persons without having such a problem, you know. Uh, maybe I enjoy being alone more, but, you know, I, I have to, like, learn to connect with other persons 
But, you know, since we were speaking about electronics and retro computers, it's not a problem at all because I enjoy what are we speaking about. Yeah. You know, your advantage over me is I have very, very um, bad fine motoric skills and I'm very left handed. <laughs> so I have two left, two left hands. And so I never cared about learning, you know, how these, how this, um, um, how this, I don't know, printouts work, you know, the, um, the circuits, circuits mm -hmm. of, of electronics, because I, I, I even can't solder. So I don't have the, I don't have the motoric skills, the fine motoric skills to solder mm -hmm. and stuff. I tried it a couple of times. I always destroyed, always destroyed things other than repairing it. So um, I'd rather be happy with having your little issue of being <laughs> introvert. Other people would say it's pretty nerdy to, to keep to yourself. You know? Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> a lot of people say, my friends say that. So. <laughs> you see? Yeah, you see? It's yeah, pretty... but yeah, it's fine. It's not like uh, an issue for me. Um, like, I take that as a compliment. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, hey, I'm the one, I'm the one guy who has no sofa, but an arcade machine in his, in his <laughs> living room, so. But, yeah, yeah, I noticed that. I was watching you know? the arcade so, the whole time, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I made the mistake of once having a female co-worker coming over and she was like, oh man, you are so nerdy. You can't <laughs> invite any women to your, your flat. Don't do this anymore because you are too wild. No. I'm like, okay, well, that's it. No, a friend of my of my father, uh, he is a retro computer collector, and I, I spoke to him once on Skype uh, with my with my parents because we know each other since I was little, and I saw like his his room, and uh, I eventually I discovered that that room was like his entirely house. Uh, and he has like the whole wall full of uh, um, retro computers or floppy disks, and it, yeah. it, his whole like room is full of uh, old computers or old stuff. And yeah, he he was complaining about the fact that he invited a person once, and like he, she got she she kind of ran away. <laughs> You see, because... that's the thing, that's the thing, that's the thing, yeah. Yeah, well, but I like my attic and I would like invite my friends here because it would be fun for me, you know, to make them see my collection and the computers that I have here. And if they run away, well, that's their problem, not mine, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, issues of the elderly, you know. <laughs> you are so far away from those issues. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Interesting. Um. So yeah. So let let's talk about where can people find your stuff. Um. Well, I have uh. What? What? Sorry. Uh. Like talking about my where they can find my YouTube channel or my uh my Instagram channel. 
well yeah i have them like in the oh i have all my social media on the description of my channel on my youtube channel and my youtube channel my italian youtube channel is eleonora sayaka chialda and my english channel is sayaka's digital attic but i have all my social media on the description of my my channel yeah but not in the english one i'm checking it right now really no well i i was i i thought i would like update my my account the only thing you have is your postal address and your paypal me account for donations well that's strange i thought but I no but no social links whatsoever uh but they updated like the information part of youtube so you can you can see like your other accounts or your other link now i'm i'm not sure how it works like it's it's not shown i'm really i really re reloaded <clears throat> oh that's strange i reloaded I should, the page just I now i should like check that again because i i thought i would like put my link of facebook no you didn't you didn't oh no anyway. i did that in my italian channel yeah that's you see all. yeah you see <laughs> you see but never mind it's it's a typical question anyway yeah. oh yeah I, I i like typically i don't like like to uh say on my social media even in the other podcast the other person told oh yeah say the name of your italian channel youtube channel uh, instagram twitter facebook and i was like oh no i don't want like to advertise the the channel but you should <laughs> because you are guest of this podcast oh, yeah. that's reason i invited you to 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 advertise yourself oh yeah yeah well yeah that's true <laughs> But yeah. I wasn't thinking about like uh, in that way, you know. So that's exactly. I'm always, yeah, yeah I, I'm always thinking about speaking with other people with my same passion and like advertising my my channel seemed rude to me. Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, we have the same passion, but I don't have the same skill. That's my issue. Mm, well, so, yeah. So I would be the one sending you my stuff for repair. You know, I would be the one. We would swap places probably. Uh, don't worry, I won't disappear with the yeah, that's the board. Thing. That's <laughs> okay. the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but um I mean it's actually a real issue in my country. Um to find somebody three years ago who would um repair my CRT TV. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. The the person on the the person on the phone she was laughing like like from ninety-five is that one of those TVs with that big tube <laughs> at the rear? I'm like, yeah, that's why it's called CRT, you know, cathode ray tube. Oh my God, I'm not sure if we repair if we repair those still. Let me ask my boss. You know? <laughs> I, um, I I I bet he was thinking like, why why you don't just buy another TV? You exactly, know? exactly. Yeah, well, I mean, apart from the scan lines, light guns. Light guns are an issue. Oh, yeah. You know? Light I think guns. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I got it. That's actually the thing. Actually, um, I mean, it was in the middle of the pandemic. It was the quickest repair I ever got because they picked it up in the same evening. They called me like, "Yeah, we found the problem. We can we we can bring it back to you tomorrow." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, woo! That well, was the quickest repair." Yeah, yeah, and and. 
right now. Next year, I know that I have a cassette deck. Actually, my first stereo from 92 is mm -hmm. the cassette deck is broken. Oh. It's, it's making tape salad and it's actually pretty bad. And also I got a VCR that sometimes eats the tape. So I got okay. some, mm -hmm. I got some jobs to be done next year. Yeah, 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 <laughs> for yeah. sure. Yeah, so I, I know this issue. It's actually one of the most common questions. People ask me like, do, does your stuff work? I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not collecting broken items, you know. <laughs> That's not my thing. Well, yeah, I, I like to collect even if they're broken because really? maybe yeah, you can like try to repair them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's your that's your thing. I thought so. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. Talk to you then. Right. Bye. Bye. Okay. Have, bye, a, have bye. a good night. <laughs> you too. Bye. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>